right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Get Bessos. It's tale Richard Warren Sears and James Cash Pennies escaped from purgatory. They were best friends. They were in purgatory, and they escaped to take down the empire of Jus Bissos, founder of Amazon.com, who they felt ruined their retail empires. In a series of more and more convoluted plot twists, uh, following a story structure only a maker of bendy straws could appreciate, uh, you know, who, who only a collector of billions of bendy straws could enjoy, uh, they ended up uh, taking over hell, a new hell, because hell had uh, been uh, de-existed. The three retail titans attempted to keep uh, hell going for the best of humanity. And in between seasons, they decided, hey, let's clear everybody out of here. Let's ref- Instead of reforming them, let's kind of like do a, I don't know, I wasn't there for these meetings. My best, uh, like what I've learned, what I've pieced together, because uh, I can't exactly follow the logic, but these are three smarter people, more successful than I. They said, uh, basically, let's just send everybody from here back to Earth to help on a one-on-one basis or more. Uh, but they said, geez, how great would that be? Like you say, well, geez, we got 250 million Americans down here. I said, oh, no, no, my math's off. And anyway, that was a joke. But uh, say two point. Oh, no, every, all of, oh, boy. Uh, I guess they serve freedom fries down there. Anyway, they said, well, geez, we got enough to cover everybody on Earth. Let's send everybody up. And I'll tell you what, you know, that'll fix everything. It'll help the Earth flourish. You know, people will learn from others' mistakes. It, that's that's what I think the altruistic version is that, that I can reimagine. Ended up, you know, that maybe that was in theory. In practice, uh, ended up maybe how a more pessimistic person might say, oh, boy, that's a bad idea. It turns out once you do that, it uh, doesn't work, you know. So Earth's population crashed. Uh, the kind of... A lot of the, I think it probably crashed over, you know, five years, 25. It, well, it took a while. You know, I had stepped out of the room. Uh, ste- you know, I'd stepped out of the story swamp while this was happening. Kind of like that Star Wars machine. Like, uh, the one, you know, where the Earth grow, you know, they grow the planet stuff. I had stepped out during the, the important parts. Uh, to this because it's not part of my story you know it's just part of the middle story but so in order to kind of just clean everything up they de-existed most of humanity to save the pockets of humanity that were left uh the only pocket of humanity i personally know about is uh this one called in a a super ultra i guess you can't say ultra modern because it's the present day there so you'd say, oh, sweet, sweet-ass present moment uh, of a city near Utopia. And uh, that's where the last vestiges of humanity, like, uh, if it's a near Utopia, you know, they live in, uh, you know, they live in, like, prime human, you know, prime human or something. So that, that, that was a problem. So back at hell, uh, there's, okay, so they emptied everything out. You know, I do this re- redo every week, you know, just to help people fall asleep. And 
maybe one day I'll get a grasp on this. But they, so back in hell, there was no one to manage. And there was no one coming in because there was a one civil civilization near Utopia. Probably some pockets of just surviving humans, but they were just on the pure survival level. And who's going to judge them? You know, they're, they're trying to survive. And I'm not here, you know, I, I'm not here to even understand morality or ethics anyway. So I don't know. Um, and so at some point, oh, also just in case anybody hasn't heard the 50 times I've said this, and there, if you're, if you're, any faith crises are coming up or you're trying to grasp any of understanding, say, what, what a belief system is it? What is it? What belief system is this based on? It's say, okay, well, let me just tell you that the figure, the, no, the actual head of the belief system that manages this existence is on sabbatical. Okay, so that, you know, that should clear that right up. But of course, there's like a, a council of angels in charge. So the, the angels, they say, well, geez, this isn't efficient, really, and necessary. So we'll just close it down. And do away with hell. Like it seems like uh, somehow that worked out. Uh, so you're out of business. You do. You got rid of hell so good. You're you're gone. Uh, the problem was that it just wasn't the best for the actual employees of hell. So they said, "Well, geez, this isn't great for us." And maybe they had a sneaking suspicion about humanity, and they said, "Well, Jesus, a near utopia." So James Cashpenny and Richard Wernsier said, "Let's just go there and check it out." Maybe we could do some poking and prodding or look under some rocks. We'll say, oh, there's some foul odors there. It must be trouble. You know, it's a cover-up or under to the covers, you know. Oh, boy. You know, so they went to Bessos, you know, they say, let's just keep hell in business. You know, it's humans. What the heck? And then they got there. And like sometimes in this podcast happens, you know, it just doesn't happen so simply that you say, hey, we're going to go to this near utopia. We'll stir it up. We'll make sure it's a near utopia and we'll underline that. We'll bold strike it. You know, we won't cross through it. We'll bold it. You know, all that. We'll even put a highlight on there. And then we'll find the non, you know, the people that keep it on the near side. And we'll say, hey, when you're done here, we got an eternal, eternal place for you. So we'll catch you later. It turns out it wasn't that simple because uh, one thinks, you know, that's it. when you're down there, things happen faster. But it gets down to Earth type stuff. It, you know, it takes forever. So they ran into some people. They tried to start up RW wanted to propagandize things with this play about sin and how I think how sweet it is. How sweet the sin. Why didn't he call the play that? In, but then also it kind of backfired because the angels, uh, the heavenly angels or whatever, they realized, well, Jesus, when God gets back from this uh, sabbatical, what do you think God's going to have to say about this uh, cr- crashing? In the, like, weren't they, didn't he, wasn't there like a, like, didn't God have some sort of, he liked those humans, didn't he? And so, you know, that's one viewpoint that uh, them just representing one belief system there, not all clearly, you know. I'm, I'm you just switch gears from poly to uni, but now switch back to poly again, okay? 
And so the angel, the angels said, Hey, let's just wipe out all humanity. We got plenty of other, uh, functioning systems, you know, take it, take a breath. It's a blow, a blow to the ego. I know. Uh, but yeah, that's what they said. We got plenty of other functioning systems or something. And they said, what about 413BQ and the interior of Pluto? Even Scooter knows about the interior of Pluto. So they said, let's get just get rid of this humanity, this earthly humanity game. I don't know how, I guess, Jane, oh, they caught wind of that. Um, forget how they did. But obviously they said, well, Jesus, we're humans. And so they said, well, let's figure out a way to stop this. They figured out a way to stop it by saying that God was attending RW's play. So why would you, you know, that's a bad idea, angels. You're going to, what if you bulldoze it? What was that in the Hitchhiker's Guide that did that? But, uh, you know, what if you do that while God's there? God's not going to like that. You know, his chair evaporates or whatever. And what if he gets there in, like, Star Wars, and then there's this asteroid field? And he said, where, I, I'm here for a play. Where Where is it? So then the angels, but the angels still didn't know, you know, if they were lying, because they said, to, really, to a human play, God's going to that. So then the angels, a couple of angels showed up uh, outside of Bessos. They tried to get in, so they're in quarantine and I think that's the last thing on the story that was there. So that's it. Welcome to another episode of Get Bessos. Uh, yeah. All right, here, everybody. This is the narrator here. I'm here with another episode of uh, Get Bessos. So we, we open our tale where we spin a little. We, it's been a while since we've been here, but it's a courthouse. And within a courthouse are many rooms, but we're in the courtroom. And we're behind, I, I guess, I don't know, is the defense in the, is it always set like defense in the thing on the left and the right, or does it change? And how do they decide who sits closest to the jury? Because that would be, a, you know, that should be, a, that's an advantage, you know, sitting closest to the jury. And I'm not, you know, then he said, don't, you're supposed to be in a narrator. But he said, well, geez, how am I going to not think about a courthouse and think, well, that's not fair. Like, why don't you switch sides every, uh, you know, it, it, who's with me? But in this particular case, there's no jury. It's just James Cash Benny and Richard Warren Sears in the courthouse. And they're just sitting there talking at the, the table in the chairs on the left side of the courthouse, where just on the right side is another set of table and chairs and then the jury. So if you're on the right side, you've got an advantage. So if you're in Bessos and you're saying, well, geez, I'm, I, you know, I want my barristers to be on the right side. If I'm going to have an unfair advantage, I'm going to take care of, you know, I'm going to make the most of it. You know, and I guess, well, why didn't they object? I was thinking about the wonderful uh, People versus PVA, People versus OJ that was on the air recently. You know, friends of the show, Nina J and Color Force. But uh, I would say, Your Honor, I object. I'd like to be on the other side of the courthouse, closer to the lovely jury. And you say, Well, how come they didn't do that? You know? And I said, Well, this, because it's against the law. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm he's speaking in the pod man again. Yeah, I'm just, I haven't started recording yet. Thank you.
But so there they are. They're sitting at a table in chairs and they're talking. And I guess that's all for me for now. Ta-ta. Again, my advice, you know, just my advice, take it. Uh, I guess it's not illegal advice. It's illegal advice or not, but think about it. And those in the positions of power or, you know, people that are experts in human interaction. Am I right or am I right? Anyway, I'm off. Okay, buddy. Uh, so the angels are going to come here and we're going to run through. Hey, James, you don't look so good. Oh, really, Richie? Because I feel pretty good. I mean, I, I, really, I, I don't look good. So we have a, two angels pretending to be people uh, that were, are coming here and... They uh, were on reality television, uh, so, so like, oh, no, 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 they can't film in here. Uh, yeah, that, that's, uh, I'm really going to trust that, Richie. Uh, we have, uh, the people are all stirred up. Uh, we don't know, we don't know why the angels are here. So yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I, I'm not, I mean, I'm really, I'm, I mean, at least they're coming here so we could deal with it. Uh, after that got dealt with, you moved up to play by, so we have to perform a play in a few days. And according to what we've learned is that, uh, we're, we're the whole, everything's about to be de-existed. So maybe these angels are here to just do that right now. And so the entire fate of humanity rests in our hands. We don't even know yet. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I think, uh. Uh, James, you're James. You're talking around. Listen, sit down, sit down. Look at this. I had them bring this a picture, a clear picture of water and two glasses. And this will be where you're sitting as my assistant on the trial. And you know the play, James. You know, I guess I feel less worried because I have the play and I can see things through the lens of a playwright. Yeah, but you're not, you, Richie, come on, I know you, uh, James, you're nervous, you're going to take it out of me. That's fine, I'm a big man, you know, I can handle your uh, your nervousness. I can see it on your face, I can read it just like a playbill. Uh, James Cashpenny is afraid, that would be the name of the play right now. I, I, Richie, I don't think I'm afraid, I'm, I'm uh I'm ridden with uh, multiple uh, fracturing emotions because I guess I'm overwhelmed. I'm not, I'm not a, oh, no, no, no. That's what you're feeling on the surface, James. Uh, What you're really feeling deep down is, well, one, you're afraid. Let's just get to it. I'll open the playbill. Act one, James Cashpenny fears the arrival of the angels because he knows you know, he, he, like, compared to his friend R.W., James Cashpenny had a taste for sin. Oh, and this is not judgment. We're friends, James. Don't worry. I'm not judging you. I mean, just compare, I guess, judging you comparatively for your taste in sin. You know, you were a great influence for this play. Uh, James Cashpenny's taste, we don't need to talk about them here. But that's why he's afraid deep down to face the angels, afraid to face facts, afraid, afraid, is James. 
Huh. I, I, I hadn't thought about that, Richie, but thanks for bringing all that up. But uh, I don't think the angels, and I hadn't thought about that, to be honest. No, 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 because you're repressing it, James. That's why I'm here. That's why we're friends. I know you better than yourself. And the other reason James is afraid is because he said, well, geez, I don't know if I could deal with all this. Uh, I'm stirred up deep down. I'm trying to control everything. And what I really need is just a friend. You know, I, I'm afraid to ask my best friend for help because I, I, I want to be up here and maintain the illusion that I'm in total control of everything all the time. That I'm as cool as a cucumber. You know, it, it, it's okay, James. There's no one here. Well, Richie, I don't trust you anymore. So I, I'm wondering if this is, uh, if the video, well, oh, wait a second. Uh, yes, James, you're right. Let go of the fear and just say, okay, buddy, I'm afraid. Wait, wait, why are you pausing? Uh, say, I'm afraid, my friend. I'm afraid, my friend. And now uh, ask me for help. Well, I, I, I don't know what you could do to help me. It just seems like lately, I, I, I feel like every time I get a, a grasp of the situation, uh, things get more complicated, you know, and that the, the, things are happening and they seem like they're happening. I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah I, uh, so I don't know how you could help me. My friend, I'm so overwhelmed, I don't even know how to ask you for help, but could you just please help me? Uh, just ask for help, James. I'll help you. Okay, just uh, could you help me because I got to know what you're getting at. Yes, James, I'll help you. I know you're afraid, so what I'm willing to do is when the angels arrive, I think I, I understand you're afraid of the angels of being James Cash Benny because when they get here... Oh, boy. And they say, oh, you're James Cash Penny. Well, actually, Richie, we're actors playing James Cash Penny and Richard Warren Sears. Remember? Uh, yes, I remember that. But you're still, it doesn't change the fact that you're afraid, James. I'm, ta I'm not talking about. Uh, so just say, Jay, you know, I just need my best friend, Richard Warren Sears, or the man playing Richard Warren Sears. You know, switch roles with me and I'll be, I'll play. Yeah, of course, James. I'll play James Cashpenny. I'll take the brunt of the angels' ire for you, you know, because of your, you know, predilections and things for uh, wine, women, and song. Hey, Richie, I think we were already we already dealt with that. We're here. The angels aren't. I thought the plan was to let not let the angels know we know they're angels. Oh, okay. Okay. Now I get it, Richie. Now I get it. Yes. I need your help to switch roles so bad because I'm so, I'm so afraid. Okay. I get it. I get it. Oh, James, it's almost like you're becoming brave. The closer you come to pretending to be me, the more my courage rubs off on you. So you're, you're asking me for help. Yeah, Richie, I'm so afraid of being James Cash Penny that I should probably switch with you and be R.W. Just in case the angels are more mad at Richie. Yeah, that they're going to be more mad at Richie. I mean, me, James Cash. They're going to be so mad at James Cash Penny and not at Richard Warren Sears at all. Right, right. No, no, no. I mean, they will be more mad at James Cash Penny, of course.
I think, right? They're, they're going to be more mad at Richie. I mean, right, we need to switch roles. You need to be Richard Warren Sears uh, to, so the angels could be, you know, so I could protect you. Correct, you're afraid, you're afraid, and I'll help you by being you. Okay, so when the angels get here, thank you. Oh, you're so brave, Richie, so smart. So I'll pretend I'm you since I'm so afraid of the angels and not of all the other things that are happening, like what the, you know, the reason, all the reasons why in the present moment they're here, you know, all this past stuff. That's why I'm so scared. And all the stuff that doesn't have to do with our present circumstances and the fate of humanity, because I'm so selfish too. Selfish and afraid. So I just need you to switch. Thanks, Richie. You're, you really are a best friend. You're, <laughs> yeah. Wow, how lucky am I to have chose you as my best friend? Uh, well, actually, we didn't choose each other, James. I chose you because uh, I was bored in, in purgatory, remember? I said, go get me a newspaper. And you said, I don't work here. I live here, too. And then since then, we've been maybe we've been friends ever since. I'm your best friend, and you're one of my good friends. Okay, Richie, let's switch roles, and then... Uh, the angel, I think the angels are supposed to be here. Remember, they said right at 1 p.m. Okay, Richie. Okay, Richie, I'm ready. Wait, that's how you're going to do me? That's how you're going to pretend me? Oh, yeah. Yippee-yay. It's James here. Uh, buckaroos. Okay, so that's me. Oh, yes, that's me. I'm Rich James Cashpenny. Oh, boy, angel. Oh, okay, don't call them angels. Remember, they're not supposed to know we know. Okay, R Richie, what voice are you going to use? Uh, let me give you a couple. Maybe Do you know any speeches by Lincoln? I think I'll just use, since you're using that voice, I'll just use my this voice. Uh, oh, boy, my brilliant play. I'm glad you're here to perform in it, you angel, you, 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 you two uh, new uh, residents. Oh, boy, that's a great job. Great job, Bucko. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, here comes here comes the uh, the light just went on. They're coming in the building, and uh, oh, the door's opening. Well, hi, hey, 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 Buckaroos. This is I'm James Cashman. This is my best friend Richard Warren Sears. Welcome uh, to my to Richie Richie's play. I'm just helping him out here, kind of like you, you two. Uh, come on in. And once you sit here, have some water, and we'll give you some space to just get comfortable. And then we'll, we, we've got to start working on the play right away. But once you two have some space, we'll go over here. And Richie, quit being such a know-it-all grouch. Why don't you say hi to them? Uh, yeah, I am Richard Warren Sears. That's James Cashpenny. Uh, he, he's he's assistant on this play. Knows nothing at all. Uh, but he's going to help uh, like you too. So have some water and I'll be back to, uh, we'll, we'll be back to talk to you about some of the plays. You know, I know you're new here and we haven't met and it's probably overwhelming, but this play will uh, integrate you with all the people of this fine city. And you may, you may or may not know now. Uh, James here is a little bit of uh, my, you know, we, we work together. Now, we're not really uh, James Cashpenny and Richard Warren Sears. We're just uh, actors. 
and we've been traveling the wastelands just like you two. Uh, and I'll be, I'll be honest with you too that uh, at one point, you know, there, we were traveling to the few communities we could find, and we thought we'd be troubadours, and then we would just perform for each other. And then we were just performing for comfort. So I don't know how the two of you have handled or what the, what the state of the world. We've only been here a few weeks, but uh, it, it's been tough. You know, mostly the loneliness. We had each other, though. That's righty. So, and James can be irritating. So, so irritating. So don't mind him. He he means good, but he's just not as bright as Richard Warren Sears. You know, nothing like Richard Warren Sears is. That's righty. Uh, so, so just have some water. We know it's overwhelming. And you might be surprised to meet two celebrities, but we're, you know, we, we're going to stay in character. It's just a way we've adjusted to life. So I apologize for the strangeness. And I have a, a brilliant play written in, in my head, and I don't know if I've written it down or not because, you know, I know it backwards and forwards. So I apologize for that as well. Uh, James was supposed to write it out, and he never did, uh, based on, you know, listening to me talk in my sleep, I think is what I told him. Uh, so we'll just give you some space. We'll be right back, though. Just have some water. Uh, take a breath. I know it's, uh, it's, been a, it's been a bit of an experience. You two don't even speak, so go ahead and sit down. You know, leave your coats on if you wish, we, you know, with your packs. I know you probably want to protect your stuff. Uh, so we'll be right back. Hey, everybody's the narrator here. So uh, they they just walked off, and then the two angels, or people, as you know, the with giant backpacks under coats, they've just sat down at the the table, man and a woman, and they're talking. And you know, I just had to set that up, you know, visual. Well, I mean, I don't know. I I, I think. We should just pretend we don't know that they, 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 like, we'll pretend, we'll just play dumb. So that's Richard, really, Richard Warren Sears and James Cash Penny. I thought, it's not how I pictured James Cash Penny. You know, he, he just doesn't look as healthy as I would have imagined. And actually, Richard Warren Sears looks much better than I imagined. But we, we don't need them to know that we know they're not actors, that they're really them. And we'll play dumb. We'll just get as much information as we can. We can find out if God's really coming. How does that sound? Yeah, that sounds pretty good. That's a good idea. Let's do that. Let's drink some of this water. Have you ever wanted? Haven't you ever wanted to try water? Uh, yeah. But uh, okay. Let's. Uh, oh, they're coming back anyway. Yeah, let's drink some water. Just drinking some water here, guys. Well, yippee, yippee, hey, guys. Uh, so I'm James Cashpenny. I'm uh, Richie's assistant here. And we're going to have you, we're going to run some lines. Uh, are we, James? Yeah, we're going to run some lines. Now, I wanted to tell you to, as you drink that water, you know, don't spit it out because you've got big roles. You two are playing angels in this play. Oh, you spit the water out. Why just spit out all your water? Um, I've never, never had water like this in so long. It's just shocking. You said we're going to play angels in a play. What's an angel? Oh, you don't know what an angel is. Richie, why don't you take over? Uh, okay. Well, uh, you don't, you don't know what an angel is. That makes sense. 
what about you? Do you know what an angel is? Uh, no, 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 I don't know what an angel is either. Uh, let's see how to describe it. Uh, you know, I'm Richard Warren Sears, so anything I say, you know, is, it comes from my perspective, Richard Warren Sears' perspective. Well, the, okay, so the play we're doing here is called A Case for Sin. And I don't know how many communities you two visited. Have you been to any communities? I mean, I don't know if there is any, you know, there, have you seen anything? You don't want to talk about it. It's understandable. I understand, you know. Well, let's see if I could frame it. You you do thinking and dreaming, right? Yes, yes, we do. Okay, and you probably dream about things that aren't real and think about things that aren't real, like fantasy, or have you ever crossed any entertainments in the abandoned? Oh, yes, like books. Yes, books. Yes, uh, so so fiction. There's a form of entertainment called fiction. It's made up, make-believe, they call it. Uh, just like your daydreams or your night dreams. Oh, yes, 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 I understand. I, I understand what you're saying, I think. So in this play, there's a central uh, God in command of all the world, all existence. Okay. And this God has helpers called angels. Okay. And the angel's job is to kind of help God keep an eye on the people, like the people of, of where we live. is. It was once called Earth, you know that. Okay, yeah, yeah. So the Earth, uh, the people, they could, in this, in this, this made-up story, uh, okay, let me compare it to the best. In Bessos, you live here, right? They, they told you about the choice in joining the society or you leave. Yes, yes. So you join the society and you're a part of it, you know, as fully as you can be. And you help all the other people of the society. And you try to do your best every day to choose to be a part of the society. Or you just go and you, 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 you go to a, you could go live, uh, live outside. Well, that seems wrong to force people to live outside. Well, okay, so that's the system. I'm not talking about the right or wrong, uh, but those are the rules here in Bessos, right? You stay and you help, and they have uh, allotment. Uh, you're new here, but they have a system. You know, it's not just a. It's it's a. There's gray areas within that for people that can't choose, too young, or they're not able to make a full choice for themselves, or fully. You know, they have a degree of nuance to it. Okay, but that's kind of the right or wrong if you want to make it simple. You help or you go. Now, in our made-up play, it's a little bit more complicated. Like, what you do, instead of having a direct impact on whether you... Uh, I don't know how to explain this. Richie, uh, James, James, can you explain all this to these uh, lovely people that are going to play our angels? Well, what if we just call these these two chap chaperones angels? They're so just I, I just dig them so much. Uh, James, could you not use that play lingo in here? It's confusing our angels. I like that though. Our angels, okie dokie, buddy. Uh, best best friend, oh. Oh boy. Uh yeah. So, the the angels are the ones they keep the rules. 
and they keep track of every little rule you break, and they say, hey, you kissed it. You kissed with your mouth open. Let's say that. Do you, do you know what a kiss? Well, I didn't ask if you two were a, a couple. Anyway, it's not important. It's not my business. Asking things that aren't your business, that would be a rule break. And in this fantasy play here that we we're doing, but it's real. Trust me. Oh, Richie believes that it's fictional. No, no, James. I'm James. I'm saying it's fictional. Now, Richie believes all this. He He's too humble to tell you that this is actually the real, real deal. And maybe the people in Bessos, they'll realize it, but that there's God. And then there's rules. And they say, well, if you break the rules, you know, it, we're keeping an eye on that. And we'll say, well, geez, you broke a lot of rules here. And a lot of rules that people break in this play are rules of pleasure. Like, uh, and we don't, there's not a lot, you know, we've been roaming around the world. There's not a lot of pleasure left. You know, that's indulgence, they would call it back in the day. And so you two are, are both your jaws are open. Are you worried about acting, you two uh, uh, angel roonies? But anyway, so... Uh, it's, it's tough to explain. Do you understand? Could you re? That's a trick James Richie uses all the time because he's so smart. He says, "Can you say that? But can you say that back to me in your own words? What I just said to you both, one of you, please." Okay. Um. So you're saying that there's a? Did you say that the God is a wonderful, loving God? Well, well, some of the times, Angel Rooney, and then some of the times the God could get. Yeah, it's, it's a loving God with rules and uh, harsh punishments sometimes. Oh, okay, because I thought, well, maybe it's just a loving God that, uh, okay, we uh, okay, I'm trying to stay calm here because this is complicated. But so that the God, when the people stray from, from the rules, we'll say, and they lose their way, and they walk away from God, you're saying, right? And the angels, and they say, well, we don't need your rules. We're smart, and we're going to have tons of pleasure because we know better than you with our small human brains. And we're just going to have tons of fun, and we'll do as we please, no matter the consequences. Uh, and then uh, the God says, well, geez, I, I got to do something to keep you, you know, you say they don't do that here at all. I mean, we kind of keep that for. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you get you kind of got it down. So there's angels, and they kind of are the rule enforcers, right? And like James said, uh, James is the one that's actually more open minded about all this and trying to be helpful. James is kind of uh, let's help everybody. And, you know, not not like me, that I know everything, and it's all about uh, bad choices. I think what you're saying is there could be a good choice. You, you, yeah, I think I think so. We, 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 I had a question about this God, though. Who will be playing God? Will one of you, will uh, Richard, well, I would think the way James, it would be perfect for uh, someone who's going to play God, just, just as an outsider new here to this whole concept that if someone was going to play God, just just hear me out. It would be 
the way you think, Richie, but the way James looks. No, 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 the way you look, Richie, and the way, hmm, maybe, Richie, maybe you could play. Are you, how's that going to go? It's your play, right? Hey, Angel Roonies, it's me again. Uh, no, 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 no. Richie is not playing God, though that, that, that's a good idea because it's his, you know, uh, Angel Roonies. But uh, that's just sharp thinking. No, no, no. Uh, God's going to be here. And and uh, what, what we'll do is God will be a witness to the play, just like the people of Bessos will be a witness to the old play, poo. And when they see the play, everybody's view is going to change. And then they'll say, oh, we love this sin idea. And then a small percentage of people will be like, we love this sin. We're going to go for it. And then it'll show it's Richie's brilliance. You know, it's just so brilliant. I, I know none of the other three, the two of you, you're looking at me. And Richie, you're trying to look confused, but I know it's just because you're being humble of how brilliant the play is and how it'll change everything and it'll solve everything. And then God will get up and applaud and he, and then sit back down in stunned silence and then get back up and for a second of a standing ovation of the play. And then God will, you know, then the whole house is going to go quiet and God is going to say that changed everything thank you thank you thank you and then they say why don't you come with me richie now now i don't know now you, you angels may not know we, we sometimes we switch you know anyway you won't don't worry about who who god talks to when it's the play time you know there's layers of acting going on so god you know i may play richie in the play just for fun you know, but that would be, but anyway, then God will say, Richie, come with me. You know, I want, I need you on my team. And then Richie will say, what about my pitiable friend, James Cash Penny? He, we need to protect him because he's an indulgent, indulger. And then I'll even say, who, oh, I uh, don't, no, 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 we're not talking about, uh, so that's the play. Uh, yeah, Rich, Rich, James, uh, terrible job. Uh, terrible job explaining, just like you do always do, James, but pretty not bad. So that's it. Uh, that's it. Uh, you have any more questions? And you two will be playing angels. And it'll be easy. You just, uh, it'll be straightforward. You know, you'll, you'll be able to figure it out. You'll have, uh, uh, James is going to be, you know, translating my notes to uh, printed word for you. Oh, I didn't even ask if, you know, or we could just go over it auditorily. Uh, but is there any more questions? Yeah, I have a question. Uh, oh, who's playing God again? So it's neither one of you two. I'm interested in this God. It sounds intriguing, intriguing, intriguing. So I'm just wondering who you could have that could dare... Uh, you know, imitate, uh, 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 you know, it seems it seems like those shoes could never be filled and that it would be pointless to try, exhausting to try, believe it or not. And then you would say, well, geez, and then we'll see, what if the guy, so I'm just wondering who would play that God character? Uh, you know, we have an actor, a secret actor. Thank you, that's a good question. 
And since you're not from the society, you don't know as well as we do, even though we're new here. Oh, actually, hey, uh, Angel Roonies, Richie, Richie, you know, I got to take over here since, uh, you know, you're so humble. You know, believe it or not, I don't want you angels to be, uh, but you're going to be our angels. We are having an out-of-town, I don't know how to put this, Richie is just so uh, humble uh, that he's a... Uh, no, 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 I'm not humble, and I'm not, t- you know, it's just an actor, local actor we've hired, an uh, older gentleman uh, to play this God character, and that's it, that's all the discussion about God there will be, you know, that's it, uh, end of discussion, and I don't know where you two are sleeping, but uh, we should probably get into some of the play practice uh, uh, as a, you know, as a, uh, Oh no no! Uh, thanks 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 Richie great 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 job, but you know you, you missed it. you're you're missing you're missing the point you're too too humble. Richie's play was so impressive, Angel Rooney's. I don't know if I'll just call you Angel One or an, an Angel Two, or uh, I, 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 I Richie will because uh, but. You know, this God is real. You know, James, you know, I, I well, the, the God is coming to the play to be in it, to, to witness it, though. It's not, it's theater in the round. That's how brilliant James is. He's bringing these things from the human history and expanding on them. And that's why it's so exciting that it's, you, you should be stricken with honor, um, to be a part of this play, uh, because, uh, okay, I'm sorry. You're saying that, uh, this guy, I thought you said the God wasn't real. And now you're saying that the God is real. Uh, it's God, right? Not the, the, it's the God G G capital G O D. Uh, in angels, uh, angel Rooney's, uh, uh, James is just so silly. Uh, but you know, you know, I guess like uh, it brings up a good point. He does like uh, we're, is uh, yes, we have a secret guest coming to the play, and I guess the uh, reason uh, James is so nervous and you know you see it in his eyes. He's 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 uh, scared, as he said before you came in, nervous uh, that uh, he, he I, I don't know. But, but uh, we're having yes, we are having a special special person uh, play that role. Uh, but there is some worry here in the community, you know, outside. I don't know. So I don't want you two to be blamed. Uh, like, because you having to show up and they were like, well, there's some, the most, you know, we were the most famous actors out there other than this other actor. And then you two showed up at the exact same time. Strange timing, you know, to think that you two just showed up. And right when everybody was nervous about this actor that had been, you know, had been here on Earth, uh, or so they thought, and then they said, what what happened in the last, because uh, these people have a pretty good access to his, human history. I don't know if you knew about the secret uh, server room. Richie Rooney, what's the secret server room? I don't know anything about that. Yeah, what's the secret server secret server room? Uh, well, it's just a term, kind of. Uh, 
they, they have uh, different ways of uh, accessing it. So they know about all this God stuff and angel stuff, the people here at Bessos, and all this other fiction and true, you know, history. And, and But it's all kind of garbled together, I think, for them. And there was this famous actor also like uh, Lee, uh, the, hmm, I don't know how to explain it, but uh, it makes people feel strange that you two just showed up right at the height of this big play. You know, don't, don't you think uh, like, uh, are you here uh, to be angels in this play and uh, take part in this play? I guess as a playwright, I have the right to ask if you're going to be helpful in the play. Or if hearing all this is going to make you try to sabotage a play, which is purpose of the play. You know, I, I know I try to be humble about my brilliance, but it's to help these people best. So, you know, that is what we do as artists. You know, James is not an artiste, but I am a brilliant artiste, I guess. And as artists, we're going to teach these people uh, new, you know, it, it just seems there's something missing in this society. Uh, sin, you know, that's what I decided. I said, oh boy, that's what James loves, sin, S-I-N. That's what we used to, that's what a lot of our plays were. And uh, so we're going to re-inject it into this society through art to reawaken is uh, an experiment. You say, well, Jesus, just art, though. But uh, we need to know, you know, if you're, are, do you have good intentions for this play or hearing about this? Uh, you know, I guess I'd say to you, do you choose to be a part of Bessos right now? Or are you going to choose not to? If you choose to be a part of Bessos, you have to make decisions best for the society. And I guess I'm just now choosing it too. So it's not a pressure, but it's a curiosity of mine. Hey, Richard, Richard Rooney, what are you talking about? You're not making a whole lot of sense right now. Are you? Did you bump your head or something, Richard Rooney? Uh, no. I think I understand what you're saying. It's uh, Richard Warren Sears. We never would have known that you were, uh, wow. Uh, what do you mean we, we would have never known? Well, I mean, I, mean, I just... What we heard in the past few hours about you, you're so impressive. And I guess, yes, we kind of want to help, but we wonder, you know, as the people that knew, you know, I'm mean, we're new here. And I feel in, in your grip, your charismatic grip right this second, but that's maybe because of your play. Maybe you're, you're using your artistic spell on me. So I just wonder... If this society and we can trust you in this society, like I think you're maybe, maybe, or are you twisting art around and then you're going to be up to something? Because it seems like, it, I mean, he's up to something. James Cashpenny. Oh boy, James Cashpenny. Tisk tisk tisk. My gut is saying as an angel, as an if I had to stand up in court and swear, uh, to God, the capital G O D. I'd say tisk 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 on you, Mister Sinner. Rich Rooney, what, what, what are they talking about? Uh, I think uh, uh, this good acting, Angel. Good job. Uh, to answer your question, you seem afraid. Uh, all of this society wants is the best for everybody, right? And, and the, the best for all the people of the society that live here. 
uh, to keep the flame of life going. And, of course, they worry about strange outside influences coming in and disturbing that. Uh, but you could trust us. You, of course you could trust us. We're, we're here. If you choose to help, we'll choose. You know, you, or you could just leave. It's not a matter of uh, that you have to. But we we want you to uh, be a part of making things better, I guess, is your the offer. And all it is is by taking part in this play. Well, this is not what I expected, I guess. It's that simple, huh? We're just all going to help. Uh, man, I, ha- I have my doubts. I've had my doubts for a long time. But you, what's that sound, that thundering sound? Uh, I don't know. It sounded like the uh, front of the courthouse. Uh, uh, ho- ho- hold on one second. Richaroni, what was that sound? I just answered the uh, one of our angel boos. Uh, I'll be right back. Uh, James, you stay here with these two. Uh, but don't, you know, don't just, why don't you all drink water? I'll be right back. I'm going to open the door. All right, Richaroni, just peek out there. Uh, well, let's just have some water, you two. Yep, I love sin. James Cash Penny, I love sin. S-I-N. Oh, boy, you're right. I'm just weak-willed. That's all I am. Weak-willed James Cash Penny. Remember the name, not the face, because I'm an actor right now. And it could change around, you know. But weak-willed, but, you know, it says a lot that I hang around with Richard Warren Sears, correct? Oh, does it? I think it's totally changed my my opinion of Richard Warren Sears that I've heard of uh, just recently, you know. It's totally changed, and my opinion of James of you is shockingly changed, uh, yes. Well, thanks a lot, but Oh, Richie's back. Uh, oh, boy, uh... Uh, James, uh, uh, oh, there's another loud noise there. Uh, James, there's a bunch of people outside and they said, uh, they, uh, they're, they're, they're keeping us here with the, uh, the angel actors. Uh, seems to be a bit of confusion around the acting part. Uh, so you have to excuse us. Uh, what do you mean, Richard Rooney? Uh, oh, uh. Oh, hello, Mary Lou. Mary Lou, how come you're clad in all... Is that a black knit cap and a black turtleneck sweater or black pants? You look great. Oh, yes, Mary Lou, I'm Richard Warren Sears, and this is James Cash Penny. Winkity, winkity, woo. Uh, that's that's one of our funny words here in Bessos. Uh, what are you doing here with, uh, what's with all the uh, noise in the... Uh, uh, like uh, uh uprising type thing. Uh, on behalf of the people of Bessos, the real people of Bessos, the real people party of Bessos, I'm uh, uh, placing uh, both of these two under arrest. And uh, I think uh, for aiding and abetting angels, I may have to uh, arrest the two of you, or you could step aside and, and, and let us... Uh, uh, take these two angels uh, under arrest. Oh, wait, uh, hi, angels. Yeah, I'm, my name's Mary Lou, and I'm uh, I'm a spokesperson for the. Uh, anyway, jeez, you have you two have beautiful blue eyes. But well, you you are uh, uh, hereby. Uh, you oh, uh, but you you won't be released. We we have you here, and uh, J- James Ritchie. Are you uh, going to step aside? We're going to have to, uh, we're going to talk to the angels and, uh, 
and then we as people will decide what to do with them. But we know you're invaders from the outside here to do us wrong, so that it's simple. You know, you're not welcome here. You're here under false pretenses, and we don't like it one bit. We're the people of Bessos, and we're not going to have any of this. Uh, well, we're not going to have any of this with your human. We thought we could trust you humans, and now we know we cannot. Uh, 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 hey, Richard, this is me, James Aroni. Uh, what do you do? What are you doing? Oh, you, I, I think I said what we were doing. I need you two to leave. Uh, no, Mary Lou, we can't leave. Uh, this We're working on the play. Uh, James, Rich, oh boy. I, I'll, I'll, I'm going to give you two a few minutes to think about your decision and leave us alone with the angels. I'll be right back. I need to talk to Malik. Uh, Malik's involved in this. Uh, hmm. Oh boy. Uh, uh, Mary Lou, Mary Lou Arooney, James needs to talk to you alone. I don't know what's going on here, Mary Lou. I don't know what, this is uh, unexpected. Hey, everybody, it's the uh, narrator. Probably a pretty good time to stop here. A little tension, a little tension poo. We'll be back next week. It'll be resolved, no problem. No, no, Nothing happening, just a lot of talking. Okay, have a good night. We'll do some thank yous. There's some more thank yous and good night. Still on location with my lovely, lovely robot fighter, Yoshimi. Hey, she's so, you're so strong to fight them. And yeah, one of my favorite parts about you is how you discipline your body. Uh, yeah, don't, don't give me that look, my sweet robot fighter. And we're here to thank uh, the robots you fought, uh, the wonderful, sweet robots that support the show uh, through uh, Patreon and PayPal. It's strange that they, 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 you, it's just, it's just a naming convention though. My, my, yeah. Anyway, I'll give, you know, I fight, I, I deal, well, I actually don't fight brain bots. I co, you know, I co, I don't know if I coalesce them. Do you know what coalesce means? Anyway, we're, just, we're thinking, uh, Claire, Claire bot, uh, Carrie D bot. She she was she had all those GoBots that she because those were made from diecast metal so that was a dangerous. Amy H she she had a Valentine's that were like uh, she was trying to give you a paper cut. Alexander M was dressed in a robot dressed in a tuxedo I think it was like a James Bond robot but you were so fast in defeating it. Adam E. It was a there was a break dancing robot that was that was great uh, that with the cardboard even, you, I think it was like a robotic cardboard. Well, you just moved so fast on that one though. Uh, Nisa, uh, that was another robot that uh, had a uh, it had one of those what was those things called the ribbon? It was a ribbon dancing robot. Like there was a lot of good alliteration in the ribbon dancing robot. Then Sophie C, she was the Sophie C with an E, is not going to let you be. Remember, that was a robot with the tagline. Those are some of my favorite robots. That was a GLR robot. That was, they said, I'm GLR robot, a robot with a tagline. And I said, that's my favorite subspecies of robots, robots with taglines. So you're the OG, you're the original robot with the tagline. She said, no, 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 I'm just a robot with a tagline. That's another that's actually trademarked. I said, oh, the original, like I said, oh, that must be like those spaghetti places. Then there was Christine L., who sang Beatles tunes, like Penny Lane. 
I can't do this. Yeah. Then there was Dane M., who had a crown-based weapon system. I thought that was cool. There was Rachel, who said, that was a robot. She said, I'm the Rachbot. And then, uh, I think that was it. it was Oh, because you, you, you moved so quick. Nancy Nancy C. Robot, I think was influenced by Nancy Drew, because that was when they had that, what are those things called? The magnifying glass-based weapon system. Uh, then there was Leah L., who uh, used uh, the L, the L sound, la, 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 remember? And they, you didn't, that weapon worked pretty good on you. Uh, then the next robot you fought, this is his giant, the encyclopedia. This is like, I should have wrote odes to you and all the robots you fought. Would you have dated me then? Uh, would you, could you date me if I read an ode? My robot fighter. I'm your, uh, rinse and toad. She laughed at that. But that was, it was Amanda B to the K. It, it, they say that, because it says here that was a Burger King sponsored robot. That's cool. Robot with a sponsorship. Uh, Megan E was a, was a, like a poetry robot. A Lou ro- rubber band weapon based system. Uh, Krista C to the P. That was it. Was that the robot that did all the the routine from uh, Let It Go? That whatever that movie was called, uh, Snow 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 Princess. Uh, yeah. And then there was Christopher L V with a P, and that was like a proper, uh, proper gentleman robot with a bowler cap. That was a, but it hit the weapon with its properness. And then it said bowler cap. And there was Elvin H. Uh, that was a liar based, like the, the liar. That's what they're called. Not L-I-A-R-L-Y-R-E. Uh, based, you know, of, oh, no, liar, you're right. A liar of uh, trouble, we'll just call it. We'll reuse it. We'll use a different word. Then there was a Leora. That was a Leora bot. And, uh, I think that was the, that was the robot with a, with a whistling, a whistling of uh, a treble-based whistling system. Then there was Tim. I think that was that robot said was I, Mister Tim. And then, then that you you just went and you did some of your moves because you're so strong. And then this was another good robot, simple but effective. Well, not effective against you, but against Kim K I M. That was what that robot said. But it did a karate chop with H-K-I-M, a triple karate chop. And there was also Patricia M. Robot. That was that the robot that would say, hey, sit down, let's talk. But that was a trick. You didn't fall for it, of course. It said, hey, I'm Patricia M. Robot. Sit down, let's talk. Yeah, then there was Brennan K. Robot. I think that was the, that was the robot with the bread. Uh, then there was Matt C. Robot. That was the, the robot with the gravel. There was Dan S. Robot. That was a robot with the seltzer, seltzer lasers. And there was Emily S. Robot. That was the one with the uh, rubber worms of uh, disaster. Uh, Thomas B. to the H. Which one was that? that oh, that was a violin. Yeah, violin weapon. Rebecca L. 
It was the one with skis. They said there's no snow, though, so that robot didn't really. I think it was equipped for winter. And there was Joey, J-O-E-Y-N. And that was the robot that would sing, Why, Why, Tell Him That's Human Nature. Just that one Michael Jackson song, no. Then there was Caitlin F. That was the robot that did backflips. That was a good one. Uh, Jennifer K. Robot. Uh, that was a robot that that would that would uh would had a headband. That's a, and I think that was a the, the headband was supposed to do something, but you were too fast. There was Brenda T. Robot. That was the robot with all the paintbrushes. So I think that was like going to be an art 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 attack. I think that was that the robot that said art attack. Uh, Thomas M. Robot. That was the robot that said, "Let me mull it over," and then it was over. You, you know, you didn't. Let it, you said, "Well." And there was Richard C. Robot, and that robot did this part. But it said, I, "I'm going to do some scenes from the uh, musical Wicked." You know, you didn't, you didn't pause for that. Riley H. Robot. I think that was one that did a Nelson Riley Riley C. Nelson or Nelson C. Riley bit. There was Chris B. Robot. That was a robot with a beak. Anissa R. Robot. That was the robot that I like. That, that tried to that, remember all the all the millions of robots that tried to hurt you by seducing me. No, why are you laughing? That was one of the robots that tried to break your heart. Well, that just happens when you're not around, you know. Yeah, all these robots, but they look just like humans. She's not buying it. Uh, then there was Donna M. Robot, which sang the song "Oh Donna." while doing kung fu a tracy n robot that was a robot with the uh blueberry but it was a blueberry base it was that gum i think if you would have eaten the gum you would it would have been like really wonka a jessica w robot that was uh, the robot that did that work it thing and then it didn't work anymore when you were done uh, Molly N. Robot, that was the robot that said, to look at my new shoes, and then it tried to throw the shoes at you. Uh, then there was a robot, which had like a, it was a flying sauce-based weapon. That was wild. There was Javier, the robot, which uh, I think it was, that was the robot that had shot-putted shot you, or tried. And there was Jeff B. Robot. That was a tree robot, tree based robot. It, it was, uh, but it was, it, it seemed like it was, uh, didn't have it, you know, you move so fast. Uh, Katie M. Robot. That was a pillow fighting robot. Uh, Marveline Robot. That was a, another robot. That was a tap dancing robot, right? Yeah, that was a, that was a good one. That was a good battle. Alyar Robot. Uh, that was the robot that had the, the, the carpet. It, and it's, it, uh, didn't it try to pull the carpet out from under you? Yeah. Uh, then there was Anthony, the robot, who, who said, uh, there was another robot who said, why don't we just be friends? And they say, hey, yeah. You know, like that. Uh, there was Sarah with an HM robot. And that was the robot, again, that said, hey, I bought you, that was the robot, like, the Smurf, It said, hey, I got you this gift, go ahead and open it up, but you knew it was you, because we, why, remember I, 
Oh, that was our first date that you didn't show up to. I said, hey, let's watch the Smurfs together. And you, that was the first time we met. And you said, who are you? And I said, I'm the one, remember, I, I thought, we, thought we were pen pals because I fight brain bots. You fight robots. Uh, where were we? Uh, Katerina. Uh, Katerina, the robot. That was the robot uh, with the uh, coffee. And I said, oh, can I have a cup of coffee? And I said, no, it's weaponized coffee. And then you defended me. But you said I was in the way. That kind of hurt my feelings, actually. Uh, then Gail W., that was another, that was the robot, that was a hurricane, or whatever, a Gale, I guess. That was a good one. A Taylor H. robot. I, I was hoping that would be a Taylor Swift-based robot, but actually it wasn't. That was the robot that tried to uh, wrap you in yarn. Uh, then Lynn, Lynn with two N's, L-Y, two double N's. And that was the robot with a twin. Lynn with the twin, also named Lynn. And then they, that you did, you took care of that. And then there was June, the, the robot, who said, hey, you get summer break for fighting robots, so just go ahead and take your break now. And you said, it's a trick. And then the robot said, no, it's not. And then, yeah, you won that battle. Uh, there was Jared, uh, the robot. That was the diamond r- robot. And uh, we did good with that. There was Matthew L. Robot. That was a, bo- a bo- robot with a bobsled. And again, I said, did you robots get, I said, do you get, have a meeting before you get sent here to do battle with her? Because I said, it's not winter. And then you bet you the battle was already over. And you said, well, stop helping the robots. They said, I'm not helping the robots, my dearest robot fighter. I'm just commenting on them. And then lastly, for the tonight's uh, lesson in history, Meredith Robots. And remember when that robot showed up, that was another time I was talking too much. You said, you're talking too much. I said, well, my sister-in-law is named Meredith. I'd like to meet this robot before, you know, you send it to the old scrap heap. And you said, we don't know what its weapon is yet. And then you said, the robots have probably figured out to use you as a weapon. And I said, like, all oh, the robots that uh, try to seduce me to make you jealous. And then you said, why would I be jealous? I'm trying to fight this robot. And then you did want it. We never found out that robot's weapon. Because your weapon is love, my dear. Okay, no response. But anyway, that's our history lesson. I thanks, everybody. Thanks and good night. Okay, I'm still here with my lovely robot hunter. Oh, I say, you know, Yoshimi. Uh, let, uh, her name's Yoshimi. Uh, where can you work? Do you really work for the city, my dear? Because that's good, because I'm going to need insurance when I get out of this podcast biz. And do you get a pension? Discipline your body, you know, that's what I always think about. Because you got to be strong to, oh, I should get to it. Okay. Uh, so we were last left off, we were t- you were talking about, the, now we're talking about the scientists behind the robots, right? Right, so that was, uh, I think these are all doctors, Dr. Allison L. Uh, she specialized in robot, op- robot optics, that's hard to say. Anya D, that was in, uh, what's that called, the, uh, with the liquid uh, hydraulics, that was a good doctor, Anya D. Dr. Angela D, oh, with two L's. That was a doc. She's a doctor of balance, right? 
uh, Tracy with an EC. Uh, she was that that was uh, wasn't that like a, what do you call that the tra- the thing that like how they throw things I don't know what that's called some sort of biomechanics but with mechanical biomechanics you don't know and then Doctor Alex that was robot uh, like that, that was like based on uh, was that Ken Jennings in the uh, IBM computer right that sort of brain that thinking. Uh, Chris B, that was robotic he- hearing, auditory skills. Or was it auditory process? Oh, processing. Thank you, my dear. You're so helpful. Then there was our buddy Harold R, who was uh, based in, that was like uh, robotics, uh, learning from uh, like uh, domesticated mammals, kind of like, uh, I-, I didn't know the exact, it's a new science, actually. And then AJC, uh, that was like, that was one of those people that's debating biped versus quadped versus tripod, right? Yep. And then there was Jennifer P. N. Uh, that was, a, she was the, known as the doctor of claws, right? Like, they had the greatest robot claws. And there was Hannah M. And that, that was the, the doctor, they said, that was saying that, uh, like the so like the base fuel system, like uh, what do they call it? Multi-layered uh, fuel systems for robots. It's good that you know all this stuff, so that you're even more skilled at getting the robots. Uh, Catherine A. That was teaching robots history, right? So that they would be better at fighting you. That was you know a good thing. You put a stop to that. Okay, so that was the uh, book of Patreon, of, uh, and then this is the book of PayPal, different doctors. Dr. Sally M., uh, that was a waterproofing robot doctor. Uh, Dr. Laura B., that was about teaching them the robots emotions. Uh, Austin Y., that was a, a human assimilation. Those were the undercover robots. Uh, Marley P. was a music-based weapons systems. I remember that. Uh, Caroline S., that was those joke-based actors, you know, or, or, oh, joke-based robots. She was a doctor, doctor on that. Uh, Patricia M., those were the food, the robots that used food as weapons. Yeah, that was, that was interesting. Uh, Ariana B., hey, that was the late, that was one of the laser, great laser doctors. Uh, Michael M., uh, that was a, the can, one of the doctors of Canon. Uh, Canon, he wrote the Canon on Canons. And then Sasha W was missile based, but not magic missiles. That was Mary W was the missile, uh, magic doctor. Uh, Bethany D, uh, that was the to- the doctor that used to talk to robots, used toys, weaponized toys. Uh, James S was the one trying to, Dr. James S tried to teach the robots to swim. Uh, Dr. Rochelle F., uh, that was having the robots think twice before they act. Uh, Kelsey B., they called that the doctor of Butter Doctor. I think it was like a a natural-based oil or something. Michelle M. K., remember that was all those that that were going to use love to break you, you know. Uh, Rebecca L. That was a, that was another one. That was a poetry. That was a weaponized poetry. Uh, Dexter B. That was a, one of those that was trying to get to that uh, 
team of robots to throw, you know, kick off their shoes as weapons. Uh, Corey R., that was a sport, you know, they said, you know, footballs, baseballs, that uh, doctor. Uh, Alphonse, remember that doctor was the, the string, weaponized string cheese. That was a tough one. Uh, Caitlin M., that was the expert in gymnastics. I tried to teach gymnastics to robots. Uh, Charmaine T., that was, a, that was the one that tried to teach the robots to lull you, you know, like with hypnotism and stuff. Uh, Jennifer S.J., uh, that was, again, one of the ones that was good. That was one of the doctors, the many doctors that said, well, let's get to Yoshimi through the man she loves, uh, Scoots. And then, yeah, everyone laughed just like you're laughing at yeah. uh, There was PCN. That was the that was good. That was the one that said, "Well, just take let's just take away her health insurance." Uh, there was David K. Doctor David K. Uh, that was the doctor that uh talked. That was the winterizing winterizing the robots doctor. Was all I remember all the skiing and stuff. Uh, Michelle E. That was a different kind of auditory weapon. I think that was just a lot of the singing robots. Uh, Janet H., those were the robots that were kind of trying to, to control the weather. Uh, MR, that was the literature, trying to teach the robots the literature to enrich them somehow. And, and that, that way it'd be more weaponized. Uh, there was Jessica P., uh, that was a, a, a oil based lubricant doctor, expert on that. Elizabeth S., that was weaponized ice cream. Uh, KCB, I think that robot, was that the bowling? Yeah, that was the bowling robot. Uh, Harrison C., that was a robot obsessed with transforming robots. A doctor, yes, yeah, sorry. Uh, Teresa H., those were the, 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 the tried to invent a robot you were allergic to. Oh, you're allergic to me. Well, that's... Uh, uh, Teresa R., that was who was behind the robots with the paintbrushes. Uh, Alistair K. Uh, wasn't that the uh, robots uh, that would uh, pretend they were going to run away and then they'd run back real fast? Uh, Armand P. Those were the robots that tried to show you a movie first. Uh, Jody R. Those were the somersaulting robots, weaponized somersaults. Alyssa S. Uh, those are robots that tried to cheer for you. I think that was another blowing into submission. Uh, Rachel B. That was all the robots with beach balls. And then Candace H. Those were the co- that was a robot with coffee. I think that doctor only invented that one robot. And then John M. That was that wave of barbershop robots. Remember those? Yeah. So thanks to everybody that you know that contributed. Uh, to 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 robots and uh, thanks and good night.